Good morning and welcome to the Sunday, February 11th episode of the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast. I'm Wayne Floyd, your host. The Faith Comes From Hearing podcast is a podcast that is dedicated to prayer, devotion, scripture reading, and Bible study. The Faith Comes From Hearing podcast is a humble member of the Christian podcast community. You can find us over at christianpodcastcommunity.org. A lot of great listening over there. Over 60 well-curated podcasts, wide, wide variety of topic areas, all covered from a biblical worldview. My brothers and sisters in Christ over there doing great work for the kingdom. I would encourage you to go on over there. I will guarantee you, you're going to find something over there to listen to. And it's a real good probability you're going to find more over there to listen to than you actually have time to listen to it in. All right. Well, so needless to say, I'm recording this Saturday night. I've gone through the day. If you if you listen to my Saturday episode, you hear that I I think I burned my throat. Um, it's feeling a little bit better. I've already used my throat coat tea for tonight, and I'm sipping on my chamomile tea to help knock me out for, for the night so I sleep well. But... I wanted to go ahead and get this recorded for you so you have it bright and early in the morning um, because I'm going to be busy getting other stuff ready. So, um, and with it being the weekend, we're just doing our Bible reading, some prayer and devotion. So let's go ahead and open up with the Lord's Day morning prayer. Let's pray. O maker and upholder of all things, day and night are thine. They are also mine from thee the night to rid me of the cares of the day, to refresh my weary body, to renew my natural strength, the day to summon me to new activities, to give me opportunity to glorify thee, to serve my generation, to acquire knowledge, holiness, eternal life. But one day above all days is made especially for thy honor and my improvement. The Sabbath reminds me of thy rest from creation, of the resurrection of my Savior, of his entering into repose. Thy house is mine, but I am unworthy to meet thee there, and am unfit for spiritual service. When I enter it, I come before thee as a sinner, condemned by conscience and thy word. For I am still in the body and in the wilderness, ignorant, weak, in danger, and in need of thine aid. But encouraged by thy all-sufficient grace, let me go to thy house with a lively hope of meeting thee, knowing that there thou wilt come to me and give me peace." My soul is drawn out to thee in longing desires, for thy presence in the sanctuary, at the table, where all are entertained on a feast of good things. Let me, before the broken elements, emblems of thy dying love, cry to thee with broken heart for grace and forgiveness. I long for that blissful communion of thy people, in thy eternal house, in the perfect kingdom. These are they that follow the Lamb. May I be of their company. Amen. All right. And the morning devotion from Spurgeon's Morning and Evening for February 11th. Uh, the text is from Acts 4.13. And they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. A Christian should be a striking likeness of Jesus Christ. You have read lives of Christ, beautifully and eloquently written. But the best life of Christ is his living biography, written out in the words and actions of his people. If we were what we profess to be, and what we should be, we should be pictures of Christ, yea, such striking likenesses of him that the world would not have to hold us up by the hour together, and say, well, it seems somewhat of a likeness. But they would, when they once beheld us, exclaim, He has been with Jesus. He has been taught of him. He is like him. He has caught the very idea of the holy man of Nazareth, and he works it out in his life and everyday actions. A Christian should be like Christ in his boldness. Never blush to own your religion. Your profession will never disgrace you. Take care you never disgrace that. 
Be like Jesus, very valiant for your God. Imitate him in your loving spirit. Think kindly, speak kindly, and do kindly, that men may say to you, He has been with Jesus. Imitate Jesus in his holiness. Was he zealous for his master? So be you. Ever go about doing good. Let not time be wasted. It is too precious. Was he self-denying, never looking to his own interest? Be the same. Was he devout? Be you fervent in your prayers. Had he deference to his father's will? So submit yourselves to him. Was he patient? So learn to endure. And best of all, as the highest portraiture of Jesus, try to forgive your enemies as he did. And let those sublime words of your master, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do, always ring in your ears. Forgive as you hope to be forgiven. Heap coals of fire on the head of your foe by your kindness to him. Good for evil, recollect, is godlike. Be godlike then, and in all ways and by all means, so live that all may say of you, He has been with Jesus. All right, well, our reading for the day, we're going to be reading, excuse me, Exodus 32 and 33, Matthew 26, verse 69 through Matthew 27, verse 14, uh, the first 11 verses of Psalm 33, and Proverbs 8, 33 through 36. So we'll be finishing up Proverbs 8. All right, so Exodus 32. Then the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain. So the people assembled about Aaron and said to him, Arise, make us gods who will go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up from the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And Aaron said to them, Tear off the gold rings which are in the ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them to me. Then all the people tore off the gold rings which were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. And he took this from their hand and fashioned it with a graving tool and made it into a molten calf. And they said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. And Aaron looked and built an altar before it. And Aaron made a proclamation and said, Tomorrow shall be a feast to Yahweh. So the next day they rose early and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and to drink and rose up early. I'm sorry, rose up to play. Then Yahweh spoke to Moses, Go, go down at once, for your people whom you brought up from the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have quickly turned aside from the way which I commanded them. They have made for themselves a molten calf and have worshipped it and have sacrificed to it and said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. And Yahweh said to Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, they are a stiff-necked people. Now then let me alone, that my anger may burn against them, and that I may consume them, and I will make you a great nation. Then Moses entreated the favor of Yahweh his God and said, O Yahweh, why does your anger burn against your people whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a strong hand? Why should the Egyptians speak, saying, With evil intent he brought them out to kill them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from your burning anger and relent concerning doing harm to your people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants to whom you swore by yourself, and you said to them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of the heavens, and all this land of which I have spoken I will give to your seed, and they shall inherit it forever. So Yahweh relented concerning the harm which he said he would do to his people. Then Moses turned and went down from the mountain, and the two tablets of the testimony were in his hand, tablets which were written on both sides. They were written on one side and the other. Now the tablets were the work of God, and the writing was the writing of God engraved on the tablets. 
Then Joshua heard the sound of the people as they shouted, as they shouted, and he said to Moses, There is a sound of war in the camp. But he said, It is not the sound of the cry of triumph, nor is it the sound of the cry of defeat, but the sound of singing I hear. Now it happened, as soon as Moses came near the camp, that he saw the calf and the dancing, and Moses' anger burned, and he threw the tablets from his hands and shattered them at the foot of the mountain. Then he took the calf which they had made and burned it with fire, and ground it to powder and, powder and scattered it over the surface of the water, and made the sons of Israel drink it. Then Moses said to Aaron, What did this people do to you, that you have brought such great sin upon them? And Aaron said, Do not let the anger of my Lord burn. You know the people yourself, that they are prone to evil. Indeed, they said to me, Make gods for us who will go before us. For this Moses, the man who brought us up from the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And I said to them, Whoever has any gold, let them tear it off. So they gave it to me, and I threw it into the fire, and out came this calf. Now Mo Moses saw that the people were out of control, for Aaron had let them get out of control to be a derision among their enemies. So Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, Whoever is for Yahweh, come to me. And all the sons of Levi gathered together to him. Then he said to him, Thus says Yahweh, the God of Israel, Every man among you put his sword upon his thigh and go back and forth from gate to gate in the camp and kill every man his brother and every man his friend and every man his neighbor. So the sons of Levi did according to the word of Moses, and about three thousand men of the people fell that day. Then Moses said, Be ordained today to Yahweh, for every man has been against his son and against his brother, in order that he may bestow a blessing upon you today. Now it happened on the next day that Moses said to the people, You yourselves have committed a great sin, but now I am going up to Yahweh, perhaps I can make atonement for your sin. Then Moses returned to Yahweh and said, Alas, this people has committed a great sin, and they have made gods of gold for themselves. But now if you will forgive their sin, but if not, please blot me out from your book, which you have written. And Yahweh said to Moses, Whoever has sinned against me, I will blot him out of my book. But now go, guide the people where I told you. Behold, my angel shall go before you. Nevertheless, in the day when I punish, I will punish them for their sin. Then Yahweh smote the people because of what they did with the calf which Aaron had made. Exodus 33, and hang on a minute. It's getting a little dry there. Exodus 33. Then Yahweh spoke to Moses, Go, go up from here, you and the people whom you have brought up from the land of Egypt, to the land of which I swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, saying, To your seed I will give it. And I will send an angel before you, and I will drive out the Canaanite, the Amorite, the Hittite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite. Go up to a land flowing with milk and honey, for I will not go up in your midst, because you are a stiff-necked people, lest I consume you on the way. Then the people heard this sad word, and went into mourning, and none of them put on his ornaments. So Yahweh said to Moses, Say to the sons of Israel, You are a stiff-necked people. Should I go up in your midst for one moment? I would consume you. So now put off your ornaments from you, that I may know what I shall do with you. So the sons of Israel stripped themselves of their ornaments from Mount Horeb onward. Now Moses used to take the tent and pitch it outside the camp, a good distance from the camp. And he called it the tent of meeting. And everyone who sought Yahweh would go out to the tent of meeting, which, which was outside the camp. And it happened whenever Moses went out to the tent that all the people would arise 
and stand each at the entrance of his tent and gaze after Moses until he entered the tent. And it happened whenever Moses entered the tent that the pillar of cloud would descend and stand at the entrance of the tent. And Yahweh would speak with Moses, but and all the people would see the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, and all the people would arise and worship, each at the entrance of his tent. Thus Yahweh used to speak to Moses face to face, just as a man speaks to his friend. Then Moses would return to camp, and his attendant Joshua the son of Nun, a young man, would not depart from the tent. Then Moses said to Yahweh, See, you say to me, Bring up this people, but you yourself have not let me know whom you will send with me. Moreover, you have said, I have known you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. So now I pray you, if I have found favor in your sight, let me know your ways that I may know you, so that I may find favor in your sight. See also that this nation is your people. And he said, My presence shall go with you, and I will give you rest. Then he said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not lead us up from here. Indeed, how then can it be known that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people? Is it not by your going with us, so that we, I and your people, may be distinguished from all the other people who are upon the face of the earth? Then Yahweh said to Moses, I will also do this thing of which you have spoken, for you have found favor in my sight, and I have known you by name. Then Moses said, I pray you, show me your glory. And he said, I myself will make all my goodness pass before you, and I will proclaim the name of Yahweh before you, and I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will show compassion on whom I will show compassion. But he said, You cannot see my face, for no man can see me and live. Then Yahweh said, Behold, there is a place by me, and you shall stand there on the rock, and it will come about while my glory is passing by, that I will put you in the cleft of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will remove my hand, and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. Matthew 26, verses 69 through the end. Now Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard, and a servant girl came to him and said, You too were with Jesus the Galilean. But he denied it before them all, saying, I do not know what you are talking about. And when he had gone out to the gateway, another servant girl saw him and said to those who were with, who were there, excuse me, to those who were there, this man was with Jesus of Nazareth. And again, he denied it with an oath. I do not know the man. A little later, the bystanders came up and said to Peter, surely you too are one of them, for even the way you talk gives you away. Then he began to curse and swear, I do not know the man. And immediately a rooster crowed. And Peter remembered the word which Jesus had said, Before a rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And he went out and cried bitterly. Matthew 27, the first uh, 14 verses. Now when morning came, all the chief priests and the elders of the people took counsel together against Jesus to put him to death. And they bound him and led him away and delivered him to Pilate the governor. Then when Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that he had been condemned, he felt remorse and returned the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. But they said, What is that to us? See to that yourself. And he threw the pieces of silver into the sanctuary and departed, and he went away and hanged himself. And the chief priest took the pieces of silver and said, It is not lawful to put them into the temple treasury, since it is the price of blood. And taking counsel together, they bought with the money the potter's field as a burial place for strangers. 
For this reason that field has been called the field of blood to this day. Then that which was spoken through Jeremiah the prophet was fulfilled, saying, And they took the thirty pieces of silver, the price of the one whose price had been set by the sons of Israel, and they gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord directed me. Now Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor questioned him, saying, Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus said to him, You yourself say it. And while he was being accused by the chief priests and elders, he did not answer. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things they testify against you? And he did not answer him with regard to even a single charge. So the governor marveled greatly. All right. Psalm 33, verses 1 through 11. Sing for joy in Yahweh, O righteous ones. Praise is becoming to the upright. Give thanks to Yahweh with the lyre. Sing praises to him with a harp of ten strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully with a loud shout, for the word of Yahweh is upright, and all his work is done in faithfulness. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the loving kindness of Yahweh. By the word of Yahweh the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth all their host. He gathers the waters of the sea at a heap. He lays up the deeps in storehouses. Let all the earth fear Yahweh. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him, for he spoke, and it was. He commanded, and it stood. Yahweh nullifies the counsel of the nations. He frustrates the thoughts of the peoples. The counsel of Yahweh stands forever, the thoughts of his heart from generation to generation. Finally, Proverbs 8, verses 33 through 36. Hear, hear discipline and be wise, and do not neglect it. How blessed is the man who hears me, to watch daily at my doors, to keep watch at my doorpost, for he who finds me finds life, and obtains favor from Yahweh. But he who sins against me does violence to his own soul. All those who hate me love death. <coughs> Excuse me, hang on a second. So like I said, my throat's having issues. All right, that is our reading for the day. And let's do our closing devotion here. And as as we have been, uh, this is from Thomas Watson's Glorifying God. So the February 11th ish entry for it. Um, the title is Glorify God by Partaking of His Glory. And let's see, the text is from Romans 8.18. Glory shall be revealed in us. A man in a state of lethargy, though alive, is as good as dead, because he is not sensible, nor does he take any pleasure in his life. But we shall have a quick and lively sense of the infinite pleasure which arises from the enjoyment of God. We shall know ourselves to be happy. We shall reflect with joy upon our dignity and contentment. We shall taste every crumb of the sweetness, every drop of the pleasure which flows from God. We shall be made able to bear a sight of his glory. We could not now bear that glory. It would overwhelm us, but God will make us fit for his glory. Our souls shall be so heavenly and perf perfected with holiness that they may be able to enjoy the blessed vision of God. From our blessed rock, rock Christ, we shall behold the, the beatific sight of God. This enjoyment of God shall be more than a bare contemplation of him. That is something, but it is our half, I'm sorry, but it is one half of heaven only. There shall be a loving of God, an acquiescence in him, a tasting of his sweetness, not only inspection, 
but possession. There is inspection, that they may behold my glory. And there, John seventeen twenty four. And there is possession, and the glory which thou givest me, I have given them. Verse 22. Glory not only revealed to us, but in us. To behold God's glory, there is glory revealed to us. But to partake of his glory, there is glory revealed in us. As the sponge sucks in the wine, so shall we suck in the glory. All right. Well, thank you for spending this time with me this morning um, and for being in the word with me, as I always do. I say I pray that this time in the word helps to keep all of us sat more saturated in the word of God. Um, that's definitely something that's come out, you know, the, a, a large majority of the professing Christians in the United States um, aren't. They aren't Christians. <coughs> they don't know their scriptures. Um, they're not attending regularly. Um, they're, 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 they're not manifesting. Again, I'm not saying you can earn your way in with works. You, you guys know me better than that. But they are not manifesting the fruits of the Spirit. They're not manifesting the fruits that would be visible of somebody who's been saved. So, I would pray that our time in the Word helps to shape us all so that we do manifest those things. All right. Well, I hope you have yourself a wonderful day, a wonderful uh, second day of the weekend. Um, if you haven't already worshiped with the saints, I would definitely encourage you to do so. Uh, if you cannot physically do so, please join us. We will be live streaming at 1230 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today um, on Facebook at Vail Valley Baptist Church and on Twitter at at VVB Church. Uh, please join us again if you can't physically worship anywhere else. We would love to have you. Um, I hope you have yourself a wonderful day. Um, I would continue to implore you to do all that you do for the glory of God. And let's go ahead and close out in prayer. We're going to close out with the Lord's Day evening prayer. Let's pray. Most holy God, may the close of an earthly Sabbath remind me that the last of them will one day end. Animate me with joy that in heaven praise will never cease that adoration will continue forever, that no flesh will grow weary, no congregations disperse, no affections flag, no thoughts wander, no will droop, but all will be adoring love. Guard my mind from making ordinances my stay or trust, from hewing out broken cisterns, from resting on outward helps. Wing me through earthly forms to thy immediate presence. May my feeble prayer show me the emptiness and vanity of my sins, deepen in me the conviction that my most fervent prayers and most lowly confessions need to be repented of. May my best services bring me nearer to the cross and prompt me to cry, None but Jesus. By thy Spirit give abiding life to the lessons of this day. May the seed sown take deep root and yield a full harvest. Let all who see me take knowledge that I have been with thee, that thou hast taught me my need as a sinner, hast revealed a finished salvation to me, hast enriched me with all spiritual blessings, hast chosen me to show forth Jesus to others, hast helped me to dispel the mists of unbelief. O great Creator, mighty Protector, gracious Preserver, Thou dost load me with loving kindnesses, and hast made me Thy purchased possession, and redeemed me from all guilt. I praise and bless Thee for my Sabbath rest, my calm conscience, my peace of heart. Amen. All right, again, I hope you have yourself a wonderful day, and I hope to see you tomorrow morning. Have a good one. God bless.